you. I am Michelle Gifford. Hey, I'm Sarah Allred. We are the girls behind Women With Fire, and we specialize in building influencers. Welcome to the podcast. Listen as we chat with influential women who feel guided by the divine to build empires of truth at home, in business, and abroad. The goal here is to empower you to grow your influence everywhere. Join the nation of women who get things done at thewomenwithfire.com. Hey, you guys, and welcome to another Thursday episode of the Women With Fire podcast. And you are with your hosts, Michelle and Sarah. Happy Thursday. Welcome. Hey, on Thursdays, they're kind of so fun because we get to talk about your quest. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, when I talk about your quest, then you need to go back and listen to episode 48. This is going to really outline all of our Thursday episodes, what they talk about. And today we've ta- we spent a lot of time talking about like how you get on your quest. What about the fear and all that? And if you're feeling the fear, go back and listen to our last few Thursday episodes. But today we're going to we're going to be very practical today. I'm this is a good time, right, Sarah? This is good. This is so good because we we get the same question about this over and over because we mentor a group of questers right now who are fabulous and amazing. We've been with them almost a month and we've had a total blast, but there is a common, common question. When you feel that burn to get a quest, your first question tends to be, well, well, where do I start? Do I start on Instagram? Do I, do I start with an email list? Do I start knocking door to door? Do I need a website? Do I need a blog? Like, all those things seem to be kind of at the forefront of what do I technically need behind me to make this successful. And so this, when we talk about quests, this is the section on the path. What is the path to get there in order for you to best reach the people that you're trying to um, influence and help and serve? And we've learned a couple things along the way, a lot about what the most effective ways are to, to reach the right people. But we, we do feel like there's a spiritual nature to this and, and a truth that we found to this. So take it away, Michelle. All right. So the first thing we need to tell you is that your path is going to be different than someone else's path because your quest is different. And so a lot of times we look around and we think, oh my goodness, um, my friend is killing it on Instagram. And then my other friend has this really awesome Facebook group. So I better do that. And then, oh, have you seen these YouTube channels? People are really doing a great job at YouTube. I need to get on that. And then Michelle keeps telling me I need to blog. So I better start blogging my the heck out of my life and all this. Okay. And that's what we actually want you to stop. Stop yourself because- First of all, you're going to not be great at everything all at once. Um, We recommend, Sarah and I recommend that you choose one. Choose one platform, whether that's Instagram, Facebook group, YouTube, whatever, um, and choose that platform and really hone in how to do that. And then you're going to be surprised in not very long that you're going to be able to add something else. But when you focus your efforts on one place, it will make it easier for you to grow faster. And that's, that's what we have done with like, well, actually like with this podcast, you know, we really focus in on the podcast and making sure that this was quality and that this is where our time was. And Sarah and I talk a lot about how we need to make sure that we are doing things differently because we have a bunch of kids, you know, and a bunch of businesses. And so we can't be everywhere. This is so critical. And what it really does is it takes the pressure off of you. It takes the pressure off. (laughs) 
And I really, really love that. And I think that it's important for us to dive into our own personal experiences. Michelle and I have ran multiple businesses, some together, some not. And we have found great growth and great reach in totally opposite ways totally opposite ways and Michelle has rocked the Pinterest blogging world it like runs and brings customers to her while she is asleep it's grand it's amazing I have honed the email marketing sector where I have a teeny itty bitty embarrassing number on Instagram and guess what it doesn't even matter because my people are on email and that is how we run things so just have confidence in that and understand that starting with one is great because what it really does is it builds loyalty. And here is where I want to present my law, something that I live by in the world of business. When we work with people, especially who are brand new starting their quests, we recommend that they live by the law of a thousand, that that's one of their very, very first goals that they set as questers is to reach the law of a thousand. And what this really means is in reality, in the big business world, if you can have a thousand real life, loyal, diehard followers, you're gonna be a big deal, a big deal. And I don't mean that like status wise, but what that's going to mean is pretty constant momentum in your business day in and day out. If you can have just a thousand people now for some of you, you may be like, oh, gosh, well, I've got like 15,000 on Instagram and I don't feel like I have any momentum. Well, the reality is you only need a thousand that are loyal, diehard and will take part in anything you offer. So don't be, we've said this a hundred times on the podcast, don't be discouraged by your small following of 300 or 400 on Instagram. You're halfway there, my friend. You're a third of the way there. <laughs> if those are real people who are loyal and diehard to what it is you're offering, you really don't need tens of thousands or millions in order to have an influence in a really effective way. And it, the way that this works in the business world, if you think, okay, let's say that I create digital classes and I create one a year, how would your financial reach change? How would your um, influential reach change? If every time you launched your new class, you had a thousand people who stood up and bought it, how would that change? That is a game changer for I bet every single listener here. Doesn't matter if you're an affiliate marketer, doesn't matter if you're a blogger, what if you had a thousand people who read your blog every single time and took whatever action you told them to take? That's an influence. That is an influence. So the law of a thousand, all you need is a thousand. Okay, that's the law. And to get these thousands, we have to start somewhere, right? We have to start. And the place that we start is figuring out who we're talking to and how they best need to be spoken to because what happens a lot of times, and I see this a lot and maybe because I don't know, because I'm in an MLM world right now. Um, I see what happens is people join an MLM and then they get super educated about the MLM, whatever the products are. And then they just keep, they talk at like, if you had a scale of one to 10, of how well people knew the product, right? They talk at like an eight when they're talking about their product and they put in all these technical things and I'm looking at it and I'm like, you have to talk down to like a one or a two. And not that these people are dumb at all, but they are dumb 
in regards to your product, they're not interacting with it every day. They're just getting fresh. They're new to this. And so one of the ways that we need to do that is we need to start talking, learning how to speak to our audience, the the thousand, so that we can attract the thousand. We need to start speaking the right way. And the first thing to do is to dumb it down a little bit, like start talking to the people that at the one or the two level so that they understand, they understand and that they can get behind you. And then the second thing we need to talk about is really figuring out like deep down how to speak to these people. And Sarah and I were talking about this, like on a spiritual level, like what does this actually mean? Because one of the, the greatest, not one of the greatest people, the greatest being, <laughs> God is the best at this. Let's just say it that way, right? And they spend, take a lot of effort to speak to us in the way that we will listen. Quite a few podcasts ago, I talked about how I felt like I got a tender mercy from um, from our Heavenly Father by receiving a stick of cinnamon gum. And it reminded me of my grandma, Joe, who always had ate um, big red and always gave me big red. And to me, that was a tender mercy and, and really special, unique communication from God to me. Do you see how, like how personal that is? And when I received that, that was so, it was so powerful to me because it made me see that God cares enough to know how to speak to me. And you see this all over in the scriptures and in how much time God spends in speaking so that his people will hear. I love the cinnamon gum analogy because it is so personal. And and Michelle's got to give herself some credit here because really how God speaks to you, it's a two-way thing because we know God desperately wants to speak to us. And yet we live in a world that loves to throw out the word coincidence. Oh, this is a coincidence. And so you really have to be on a level and putting in effort on your end to try and recognize God's voice and actions in your life. And many of you are doing that. You've shared your experiences with us um, on on how you've been able to better um, connect with him that way. And sometimes I think back to Moses and, and how Moses really felt like he was not the right fit uh, to be leading the children of Israel in all of these incredible ways and these miracles happening because he had one downfall and that was he was terrible at speaking. He felt uneducated. He just didn't feel like that that was a strength. And that seemed like that would be the no brainer way to influence the children of Israel, right? That would be the no brainer way. Here he is in front of Pharaohs and really powerful people and he can't speak well. Wait a minute. Did we pick the wrong man, right? And then we think back to a 14 year old boy who ushered in the restoration and you think, wait a minute, serious weaknesses happening there at the age of 14. Did we pick the wrong person? And and you can just go on and on until you get to yourself and you say, wait a minute, me? I can't do this or this or this or this. This is impossible. And the reality is, like we talked about in our last Thursday episode, that the God you know is way more powerful than you think. Powerful enough to either make your weakness strong. They talk in ether about weaknesses, right? And actually, if you notice the word weakness is singular, okay, weakness, not weaknesses, it's singular weakness. He can make that weakness strong for you, or he can provide a way for you to still connect. 
even if you feel like you going live on Facebook or you using Insta stories or whatever it may be, may be your weakness right now in being able to reach your people, there may be some other way for you to get there. Because heaven knows he used a 14 year old boy to usher in the restoration. And he certainly used a man slow to speech like Moses to bring about some of the greatest miracles that the world has ever seen. He can do it with you too. And he takes a lot of effort to be able to learn to speak with you and, and enhance your abilities and call out your weakness and, and also fix it when necessary. But effort happens on both parts. But give, give that, that deity some credit that he can make this happen as the promptings have been brought to you. He can make it happen. Um, yeah, that actually, we can talk about us personally here because this I feel like happened to us when we were trying to do what we're doing. We knew we needed to build a community and we needed to start speaking to these women, but it, was not, it wasn't obviously clear that we should start a podcast. When Sarah and I first started talking, that wasn't even on the table um, until... Uh, probably six months later when we were trying to figure out like exactly what we were going to do. And the reality of my life and Sarah's life is we are surrounded by kids most of the time, you know, and even right now, the secret is you can probably hear PBS kids right now because I have a little person right by me and that's, that's okay. That's what, that's what's happening. But we know that if we had to do YouTube videos and be perfectly beautiful, you know, ready to be videoed all the time, we couldn't do it like that doesn't fit into our lives right now or maybe ever, but it doesn't, um, it, <laughs> but that's not possible for us. And then when we started considering podcasting and how that would be because Sarah and I are two hours apart. And so our, our schedules are hard to fit anyway. So podcasting has been, it's been great for us because I think it brings out some of our strengths of Sarah and I talking to each other and asking a lot of questions to people that we love. And, but it also considers our weaknesses that we, and our time of life, that it's not a time when we can be like videoing or even necessarily blogging as much, you know, about all of this. And it also I think considers, guess what? Our audience. Hello. Thanks for listening. We love you because you are most of you are busy moms. You guys are moms with kids and you're cooking dinner and you're, you got us in your ears. Thank you for doing that. And thank you for sharing. We've had like a huge increase lately and we know it's because of you and we really appreciate that. But when we considered our strengths and weaknesses, and then also the best way that we could communicate to the, to our thousand, right? Our core base, the people who, who love us the most and will be with us then then magic happens because we're able to get the right words to the right people in the right way. Spot on. And, and that isn't to say as we were discussing this podcast that it was just so crystal clear. Oh, heavens. <laughs> Let's no. talk about the ultimate <laughs> switchbacks of how many times we have reassessed the branding and who we're serving and how we're getting there. And should we scrap the podcast? Oh, we took like a six month break at one point, like just know that this is something we're figuring out. And over the last two years, we've been doing this. Now we're pretty secure, but we weren't secure two years ago or a year ago or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those have been some really intense, meaningful conversations that way when you're really trying to, to figure it out. And that's a lot of the effort that 
that is required there, I think. And so as as we know that this is a much more kind of practical and technical podcast for a Thursday, especially if you care it to my compare it to my bawling episode from a week ago. Oh, it was the best. Bawling. Sorry. So thanks for your sweet love notes through Instagram. You guys are the best. But here, here's a thought. I just want you to understand something. So um, depending on when you listen to this podcast, we mentor a group of questers. And so back on starting September 1st, 2018, we started our quest mentoring. We have a wonderful group of women in there who are ready to change the world. Um, one neighborhood and one website at a time. They're incredible. And all of September has been chuck full of teaching them about messaging, okay? How do you message your website? Like basically, what words do you put on the page? When you write an email, how do you message it? Um, when you're communicating on Instagram, how do you message it? How does your customer service message it? All those kinds of things. What does your sales page look like? How do you message it? And we have been going through this entire month really digging deep on the specifics of effective messaging because I tell you what, it has been the number one game changer and efficiency booster that Michelle and I have ever discovered in this whole entire world. And it took us thousands of dollars to learn it and a lot of time. So just, just crazy. So what I'm trying to say here is the very beginning part of teaching our questers about messaging is that you have to understand who the person is that is coming to you. You have to understand. So we're talking about who that client is and we have just drilled it into their mind how this is the foundation of absolutely everything that you do. Who is that person? And Michelle and I like to joke like, do you really understand when it comes to be Christmas time, whether you need to write happy holidays or Merry Christmas or happy Hanukkah? Like, do you understand your person deep enough, your thousand people deep enough that that kind of a decision is easy and instinctive for you because it needs to become that way. Absolutely instinctive with everything that you do that you know it's going to resonate with those thousand people. Yeah. So I have an example of this in my real life. So we have one of those like big mega churches um, close to our house and it's actually a community church. It's not mega, but community church and it's awesome. Um, and they have a soccer program. And their soccer program, um, it started out pretty small. And over the last, well, we've been here five years. Over the last five years, it's like huge now. And do you know the reason? Like, okay, so I have four kids in soccer. They look at the moms who are putting, uh, I think, three or more kids in soccer. And they will try their hardest to put my kids' practices all on the same day. Genius. Okay. They have prayer before a soccer game at the end they have a spiritual thought and they also like for the party at the end they have it all at the same time because they know that these moms are going to have more than one kid in soccer they have it all at the same time they have award ceremony then you break out to your pizza and party and you're done in an hour and a half and i'm and i was i just like marveled because they are filled to capacity and continuing to grow because they're speaking to that thousand, right? They're speaking to that. I'm like, I am, I am devoted to this church soccer program because they take care of me and they know that I'm not in it to make collegiate all-stars out of my kids. I'm not, you know, but they do know that I, they understand my values. They understand that I want 
that God imparted the stuff. And so they will speak to me, you know, they'll speak to my kids about that. They're genius. So we have to get to that point that we understand we're making very strategic decisions because of the people that we want in there, right? Absolutely. And that that's where the efficiency comes in. We know that you can't work nine to five towards your quest right now. You can't. You can't. We get you. We understand. We understand you're probably either doing yoga or you're eating chocolate or you're doing your laundry or your dishes right now. We get it. We're with you. Okay. We're pretty much doing that as we're recording right now. Okay. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, we are with you. And so that impacts a couple of things. Let's talk about the length of our podcasts. Okay. We have tried to be a little bit more conservative about the lengths of our podcast, knowing the timeframes of our thousand that listen, right? Those thousand are the people that we're reaching for. And now a small break, a word from those who make this podcast possible. podcast is powered by Entreport. Entreport is our number one business tool. It literally does it all. Email marketing, sales funnels, automation, and it basically keeps your business running even when you're sleeping. Not only is Entreport the backbone of our businesses, but you can design a full-blown website using their customizable landing pages. It is the one-stop powerhouse shop where we keep our email lists, growth, marketing goals, and businesses at their very best. Check out the show notes or jump on thewomenwithfire.com slash entreport to get started. And now back to the Women With Fire podcast. And let's talk corporate, okay? One of the greatest corporate establishments of all time is Chick-fil-A, hands down, hands down. What in the world? I mean, I live in the South, the world of fried chicken. And even when I don't live in the South, Chick-fil-A's drive-through is insane and busy everywhere I go at any time of day. I don't understand it. Well, I do understand it, actually, because they're brilliant. But let me give you a small example of them understanding their thousand. Now, I'm sure they're understanding their million because of how corporate they are. But this is a business who, um, at one of their locations, they had a regular worker, like cashier worker, who was working the drive-through and then, then eventually got to work up front to take orders and recognize something. He recognized that a lot of the people that were coming into them, specifically at lunchtime, were moms with young kids, like toddler age. And they were coming there because there was a play place there. But guess what he noticed? This just regular average worker, bless his soul, was watching these moms come in and recognize that the most stressful part of their visit was ordering the food when they came into Chick-fil-A. Because when you've got three kids and you don't want to be that mom that just lets them run around and you can't see them in the play place and getting dirty looks, whatever, like it was super stressful for them just to order their food. And he noticed that. And so he brought it up to his management. So this management did a pilot program at this location. I wish it was my location and I hope it spreads that this manager decided that there was an option in the drive through where the first question they asked, is this for takeout or dine-in when you're in the drive-thru? So it allowed moms to keep their kids securely buckled, fastened in their seats so that they could order 
and then park and then pick it up inside the store. Like genius. I love it. I love it. I mean, how loyal are you to Chick-fil-A now, right? I'm already loyal. Already loyal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that's a decision that is such a no-brainer. And that's what we're trying to bring to you is instead of stressing, okay, I need Instagram, I need Facebook, I need a Facebook group, I need to regularly do Insta Live and Insta Stories, and I haven't figured out Pinterest yet, and wait, do I even need a website? Wait. Like, who can do that? I can't do that. I can no. run a website and I can run an email <laughs> list right now and do a podcast. That's where I'm at right now. That's where I'm at. And Michelle's got her little system flowing as well. So being able to really just hone in on that one section is going to bring you a lot of peace. But more importantly, loyalty. It's going to bring you loyalty. And that's the end goal. Okay. So hopefully this has helped you with the path to get there because I, we haven't told you what your path is because, oh dear, you have to put in some work. You have to think about who you're talking to. You have to think about the message you're giving and the best way that it can be shared. Like ours is a podcast. That is a really great way for it to be shared for the people that are listening. Um, And so you have to figure that out. Now, we love you. And we have had like kind of the best time in our mentoring group, right? It's been so fun. And so we we have something for you. If you guys wanna try out the mentoring group with us, you can. For a week for free nope not for free dang it <laughs> not for free and there's a reason it's not for free it's a dollar people it's okay, a okay. dollar okay for a dollar you get to jump in and learn all about our messaging um, that we have spent the past month going over with our wonderful questers for one buck you get seven day access to our resource library which has all of the training about messaging so you're sitting there and you're saying wait i want to know about this messaging thing what that can make things faster for me. I want to know that. Well, this is your chance. Like, here it is. You can try it for seven days for a dollar. And then we'd love to have you stay and, and stay part of the mentoring group. So if you are wanting to learn messaging and you're ready to dive in because you are and you want to know how to pick a platform, well, messaging is what's going to help you decide that. That's the key is understanding how to message it and the best place to message it. Go to thewomenwithfire.com slash say yes. And you're going to see a big banner at the top that says seven days for a buck and you can jump on board. So thanks so much for joining us on this great Thursday episode. Your path to get there, while this is a technical podcast for sure, it's a super helpful one because we are committed to not just helping you dream up quests, but we've got to help you actually make an influence with those quests that you're doing. And part of that is this technical fun stuff. So dive in there attract those a thousand by really understanding who they are and we're ready to see the magic happen okay join us at thewomenwithfire.com slash say yes hey thanks for listening to the women with fire podcast your support means a lot to us in fact your support is what makes this podcast possible if you want to connect more with the guests we've had on our podcast and Connect more with Sarah and Michelle, the creators of the Women with Fire podcast. Find us on Instagram at The Women with Fire or find us in our Facebook group. Simply search Women with Fire and join the group. We'll see you there.